This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Monday pod, 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 podcast, they call it. Al, what's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. A couple of scientific uh, bodily functioning questions for you. (laughs) That's a weird way to start. These popped into my head as I was uh, consuming uh, more water today than normal. I was like, let me uh, try to drink more water than normal and give that a shot. I'm not doing enough of that. So I was peeing a lot, you know. So I thought, how long does it take for me to drink a glass of water for it to come out of my wiener? So I Googled that, not those... (laughs) Not those exact terms. Which hour I, of the show were you Googling this? Uh, I did this probably around in the 7 o'clock hour. So you hour. knew early. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, let me, how long does it take to pee after I drink the water? What do you, and I Googled it and I came up with an answer. What would you say the answer is? At? Three hours. Uh, it could be as short as five minutes, but generally between five and 20 minutes. Really? What you drink can be peed out. Oh, can be. Can be. Because there, like, I've had times when you go to the urologist and you got to do these tests where you got to go with a full bladder. Yeah. And I've gone. I feel like my bladder's full. And they're like, not full. Keep drinking. Like, okay. And next thing I'm sitting there for a half hour. And then finally it's like, oh, we got to go. So that's, wow, five minutes. Yeah. That seems like nothing. Next time you have one of those tests, just have a drink of water before you get in your car. Because as soon as I get in my car, I have to pee. Well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Here's the, but I've done that three times. All yeah. three times, I've not been able to make it there. Mm. And then, how do they know your bladder's not full enough? Well, I'm trying to do the test the proper way. So, like last time, and I actually have to call them because I canceled. Last time I went was the week before COVID, uh, but the week before I got COVID, I was supposed to do it in consecutive weeks, and so I did it the one time, and then I was supposed to come back, go back the December 29th or 30th, I believe, but I had COVID, so I canceled, and I have not rescheduled yet because I've just been so busy, and I, I know I have to. But the week before I got COVID and I went, I got in there. I had to stop on home. I could make it. And the woman said, all right, it's full blood. I'm like, well, I'm like, yes and no. I'm like, I've I've been drinking water all day since 4 a.m. I did have to stop on the way here, though, on the parkway. She goes, all right, start drinking. I'm like, but I really feel like, she goes, no, no. She goes, you need to feel like you can't hold it anymore. I'm like, okay. What is the point of this test? To see the flow, mm-hmm. to see the strength of the flow. That's what it's for. And that tells them, I don't know, I'm not a urologist. It tells them something. It tells them how much your prostate's blocked. Maybe. That's certainly possible. If I it stops so. and starts. Yeah. Because you urinate into a pan. And the pan's <laughs> like a like a, like a scale. Is and that right? See, yeah, and you can see it. When you start going, it's, you know, slow build, slow build. And all of a sudden, you're going and... And it's like redlining. And then all of a sudden, it's starting to come down. Well, it goes back up again. Yeah. And so he's looking for little breaks in the action and things of that nature. Okay. You never do one of those? No, I want to do one of these. Uh, Dr. Pert. 
in uh, in uh, Hazlitt. Will he? Um, he's not going to put his finger in Fingerless my butt, is, is yes, he? Yes, he will. That I'm not interested in. Yeah, no, he will. I mean, you can tell him you don't want that done. Yeah, why can't I? I'm the patient. You're the you're the client. Yeah. I'm. You want to just tell him you're there for the urine test. Yeah, I want to pee on the to scale that Jerry pees on. <laughs> That's what I want to tell him. That just sounds weird. I'd like to know what my flow is like. Yeah, I hear you. It's kind of cool to know. Because sometimes my flow is start and stop, but then the one day recently I was in the bathroom using the urinal and was peeing directly into the water part of the urinal, and Sean Marash was next to me. He goes, "You have a really strong flow." See that? Yeah, I was like, "Thank you." That's a weird compliment. Thank to you say. very Thank much. You too, but okay. All right, so water can go through you between 5 and 20 minutes. Did you then Google food? I did. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. How long from the time that I eat something can I poop I it out? I think that can, depending upon what it is, I think that can be as quick as 20 minutes and as long as, well, if you're Al Dukes, four days. Uh, well, the they say that it should take 36 hours Okay. for what you eat to come out. Really? Yeah. Now, even if you're, even if it's all fruit and roughage and stuff like that that runs through you, I'm sure there's different variants, but yeah. they say in general, okay, something you eat generally takes 36 hours if it properly goes through your intestines right. the normal way. Now, my sister was a biology student and a biology teacher, and I told her about something that happened to Paul and I one time, and she told me it was impossible to happen, which is Paul and I went to uh, when we were in Florida. We went to a Tony Roma's rib place, Tony Roma's. And the ribs we had were so good, but they were just all fat, Jerry. Mm-hmm. We were just eat, And it was ribs with corn on the cob and rice. My friend Paul had to run to the bathroom during the Tony Roma meal and claims he pooped out rice. All right. She said that's impossible. I don't believe that either. <laughs> I believe him. I do not believe that. How is that getting through all those... those I think some feet of intestines. I think sometimes your body wants to get rid of something, and it will do what it wants to to get it out the other. While end. he was eating, correct. That happened to you? No. I don't know your friend Paul. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm with you. I will go with the biology expert. Yeah, on that one. And this is telling you 36 hours. Right now, I will tell you. There's a guy at Cornhole that we have. He had um, surgery mm-hmm. about six months ago where they had to take out 75% of his intestines. Oh, my goodness. I think he had, I think he had cancer. Yeah. The doctor said, don't worry. He goes, you don't need it all. He goes, it's one of those things. It's just a big waste of space in your body. Yes. So he said, A, he feels better and lighter. The problem is, B, now he uses the bathroom within an hour of eating every meal because there's nothing there. Right. So it's it not just, it has just, nowhere to travel. Yeah, it's Why do we have all that intestines? That doesn't make any sense. I have no idea. I don't know. Think of how much we could take off the scale, Jerry, if we just removed our intestines completely. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to keep staying on the low-carb thing and see how that goes. Or just connected one small piece of tube from our stomach to our butthole. Instead of having all this 30 feet of Yeah. It's like a solar through. heater. You ever see those solar heaters where you put the water through the hose? Oh, yeah. And then by the time it comes out, it's warmer. Yeah, come on. <laughs> it's like what we have. I, I, how am I going to do this low-carb thing going away now? I don't know, Jerry. It's going to be tough. I theoretically could be away. I'm leaving today. I could be gone till Monday of next week. How am I going low-carb for the next week? I don't know. It's going to be very difficult. Very difficult, especially being around college athletes, Jerry. They eat Non-stop. like crazy people. Man, yeah, it stinks. Not easy. Yeah, it's a tough one. 
not easy. It's not going to be. So what do I got? CeeLo in here? You do. For a warm-up show? Yep. Then I'll have a big talk as space aliens with Eddie in the I, afternoon. If that's what you would like to do. I'm out of space alien material, Jerry. I, well, and you're out of asking the audience. I haven't done an ask the Why audience in a long time. Why do regular stories? I can. Yeah. We get Eddie to say some stupid things. Okay. Yeah. Good point, Jerry. Let's get Eddie to say The problem dumb is, though, thing. neither one of us goes and cuts it up because right. he has said some stupid and things. And he's the one in control of the buttons I anyway. I know. It's our own fault, though. We should have ammunition and we're too stupid to do it. Also, this is the um, 35th high school reunion coming up for me. That means you're old. Yeah. Um, uh, here's a couple odd things about it. So there's a Facebook group, you know, for our high school. And our high school reunion. And there was like a list like, hey, here's all the people. These are the people we know that are on Facebook. These are all of the people that are not on Facebook, that if somebody knows them, who can who can get in touch with them, all this other thing. But here is a very strange thing. 35 years yeah. is a long time. So there are a couple people that were on the list that people had wrote back deceased. Oh. That's weird. That's awful. So I went Googling these people. And it's very hard to find when when someone, I don't know if when someone passes away younger or just when someone passes away in general, it's very hard to find the cause of death. It's up to the family if they want to mention it or yeah, not. Yeah, and if when it's someone my age, Jerry, I want to know what's going on. That so is. we just had uh, had a girl pass away this week. And I went to her Facebook page, and her profile picture was replaced, like, with flowers. And oh. I was like, oh, boy, so this is probably real. That's and she scary. has children, like, smaller, like, not smaller, but high school kids. Yeah, like, you my, know? like yeah, the yeah, yeah. age of my kids. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I want to know what's going on. Like, why are people passing away? Uh, well, I've asked this before, and I'll, I'll ask it again because I don't know if there's an answer to it. But I do wonder if the information is just more immediate. Like, I think people have probably passed away. At our age, for years and years and years and years. Yeah. I just think you probably didn't know about it. Like, if this was 1930, for instance, and this was your 35th high school reunion, there was no Facebook to know who was still alive and who was doing what. The only people you probably talked to were the people that you lived near. Right. So who knew? Now, right, wrong, and different, if you get a disease or if you're, you know, likely at the end... People start posting it, you know, just, hey. I thought we were in the age now when everyone lives to 85. I Well, I think if you take care of yourself yeah. and you avoid disease, you're going to live into your 80s for sure. I mean, there are, there are pictures of, like, we were watching, my wife was watching American Idol last night. Lionel Richie's on it. He's 73. He looks like he's still dancing on the ceiling at the age of 40. Yeah. It is nuts that he's in his 70s. Pete Carroll of the Seahawks. That guy's running around the sideline like he's 45 years old. He's 70-something. So if you take care of yourself, yeah, you're going to live into your 80s, 90s, whatever, as long as you don't get a disease and as long as you're not obese. And I mean, there are things you know you can do to certainly help that. You're a guy who thinks you live to 100. You'd probably be miserable. Sure. But I'm miserable now. And I'm I wouldn't. Only yeah, but I mean miserable. Like you don't feel good. Oh. Why am I? You know, I just eighty would have been fine. Yeah, I think you'd I'll be, be the type. Yeah. Why did I get that dog when I was forty-eight? For God's sakes, or however old you are. Like, but I, I could see you at a hundred, and looking not much different than you look now. So I heard uh, Bill Maher on a podcast. Yeah, and he was. They were talking about you know COVID and that sort of thing, and and uh, about how we really 
people didn't consider like how much of the people who passed from COVID were very heavy. Sure. They're heavy people. And he brought up a great point. He said, you know, we see these news stories about people who turned like 99. I, because you ever see an overweight one? No. Never. Never. It's always some super thin old lady who says she drinks Jack and Coke all day long and, and probably doesn't eat. eats pizza. Maybe. But they're always thin. Yeah. There's obesity is, I mean, accelerates everything. Yes. 100%. Killer. Which is why I'm trying to get out of that. <laughs> like I've, I've told you, I'm, according to the, uh, to the guidelines, I'm right there on the obese line. Which is, I don't believe that. I understand, but it also means I've got Girth. a lot that can go. Okay. For sure. And I know that. I'm well aware. And we're getting rid of it, Jerry. We're going low carb. You Lower are. I haven't carb. yet. I mean, not yet. I'm Lower carb. We're going. nothing. I downloaded that Paramount Plus app. Okay. Uh, it's the CBS owned one. Yeah. Because they have some deal. You look disgusted. Well, here's what I'm bothered by. I do like it. So I get the CBS. You get CBS TV live. Okay. You get their programs, their primetime shows, the next day with no commercials. Okay. I like that. They have some old MTV shows like Jackass, Beavis and Butthead. I like that. They've got the uh, new shows of the real world reunions. I'm into that. They've got uh, CBS HQ on there. Yeah. So it seems all good. No CBS Sports Network. Oh. Come on. Well, they don't want to rip off Grandma. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. They should put that on there. I would think so. Come on. If you've got all the CBS channels. Do you have CBS Sports HQ? Yeah. Oh, you do. CBS Sports HQ. Huh. But not CBS Sports Network. Yeah, at least you got CBS Sports. So you can't watch the show if you're off. Correct. <laughs> That's correct, Jerry. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear it as well. Well, but at least you like it. I do like it. It's a good app. Okay. It's a good app. Uh, so, uh, and I, yeah, I watched the the Real World. Remember the MTV show, The Real World? Never watched one, but I, I am aware of it. So they took the first two seasons, New York and Los Angeles, and they did two separate series with it, where they brought them back to the house that they lived in and put them together and live in there again. Oh, okay. For, this is like 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, probably. It was 1993, this one. Dude, so 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, 30 years ago. So that's interesting. I like watching that. Okay. And these people don't have families? They do, but they, you know, they, you know, they're getting an extra pay. They're getting a paycheck, I'm sure. So they leave their families for a couple of weeks. Of course they weeks. do. I don't know how long, maybe three weeks. Oh, that's not a big deal. They were in the, in the I house, thought it was so. a whole season. But it's weird, too, then seeing those people. When you see somebody on TV uh, and then you see them 30 years later, man, people just. For most, the most part. Yeah. Are any of them, do any of them still look the same? Yeah. Some of them do. Yeah. And then some of them not even And then close. some of them don't. I know. And then a couple of them didn't, uh, wouldn't join the reunion, didn't want to be part of it. Yeah, I can see that. It, exercise is amazing to me, though, and eating properly, too. Yeah. But we, we uh, Kim and I have a friend who, she's probably lost 50 pounds, and is, I guess she's back down to her college weight. When she was when she played, when she was an athlete, a college athlete, you look at pictures of her right now, to three years ago, she looks like three years ago she was fifteen years older than she is now. It's, it's weird. A, it's it's yeah, it's the extra weight, what it does to your, I guess the stress and your face and just everything about you, really is amazing. Which is as I've told you, why to me you look as young today as the day I met you. Oh, thank you, Jerry. Well, I've always said that. I like to be a thin old man. 
you will be thin and frail, I'm sure. Very thin, very frail old old fella. <laughs> You're still stirring your chocolate peanut butter onto a Ritz cracker, <laughs> and that's lunch. These are good. <laughs> what is the fiber divided by oh, carbohydrate? <laughs> it needs to be five or less. <laughs> Here, I have an elderly woman story, Jerry. Was she standing behind the counter of a small town? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a different elderly oh, woman. Okay. This is an elderly Florida woman, oh, Jerry, okay. which means trouble is on. You know, I'm afraid of teenagers. I think teenagers are up to no good. Now you're afraid of elderly women? This woman, check this chick out. She is 65 years old. Okay. An elderly Florida woman, this is in Clearwater near where I used to live, is accused of pickpocketing strangers by pretending she knows them while giving them a hug and stealing their wallets. Ah, so she's a pro. So she's called the hugging bandit by police. That's what the Clearwater police have called her. So go her. pick her up. Right. She's targeting older men. She approaches them outside of stores, saying she acts like she knows them, and while, hey, I haven't seen you in so long, hugs them, picks their pockets. <laughs> hey, Morty, where's your money? This chick. <laughs> you were hugging someone else? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. How about that? She's uh, she spent nearly $1,000 on the stolen credit cards. At least four incidences in Clearwater, police said. Okay. Well, how Gotta come they watch. haven't picked her up yet? I don't know. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. They're still looking for her. So go hang out by a supermarket <laughs> <laughs> and look for the woman giving out hugs. Yeah. Come on now. You can't be taking uh, taking advantage of these poor men. No, I don't like that one bit, Jerry. <laughs> then I have some music funny. news for you. I'm not sure why this is just coming out now. Okay. Considering this would have Where's been... Where's Kurt Leader? Was that his name? Kurt Loader. Well, Kurt Loader. MTV News. Yeah. You watching that on your Paramount Plus? <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, the best of Kurt Loader. Today, Culture Club's Boy George. <laughs> Boy George is seen... Yes, Kurt yeah. Loader back then was like the older guy on the channel. He was <laughs> the distinguished dude, no <laughs> older guy, still cool. And here's the best part: he was probably 41. You're right. Oh, you're 52. <laughs> you ain't kidding, Jerry. Yeah, I'll be 48 this week. Trust me, I know. Oh, is this your week? Is your birthday this yes, week? Yes, I will oh. not be around, but yes. Oh, maybe you'll be in San Diego. Wouldn't that be a nice I birthday well, present? I very well could be. I said this to my son. Like, I have all the family out there, but they're yeah. in San Francisco. It seems like such a waste to be in California and not see them. Yeah, but see, that's far away. I know it is, but it's a lot closer than... It's closer than where you are now to them. Like, I actually said, do I on my off day, do I take... If, if, if they go to San Diego, do I get up Thursday morning and hop... Because the flights are cheap. They're a half hour. To go see them for a day? I would relax, Jerry. I know. San Diego, it's beautiful there. Trust me, I know. You're right. Go look at the seals that are laying around on the beaches. I will probably hang out by the, yes. I by probably the seals, will. I do Jerry. have a good picture of you staring at the seals in San Francisco. Yeah, I love seals. I know you do. I'm sorry. So go ahead. This is a music news, Jerry. Uh, Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates. You're familiar with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says that uh, he ran into uh, Eddie Van Halen, came to a show, Eddie and Valerie Bertinelli. Bertinelli. <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah came to a Hall & Oates show, and went backstage. This was shortly after David Lee Roth left Van Halen. Okay. And Eddie Van Halen asked Daryl Hall to join Van Halen. Oh, yeah. wonder well, how that would have gone. story now because it didn't happen. wonder how that would have gone. I don't know. They went with, uh, you know. Sammy Hagar. Hall & Oates had a lot going on and decided, uh, you know, by the, this, this is fine what I'm doing. I got a bunch of my own songs. Of course. But Sammy Hagar did himself. Yeah. Interesting. But they went with Sammy Hagar. 
I think it worked out well. How about that? For everybody involved. Yeah. It says Van Halen also reportedly approached Steve Perry from Journey. Southside Johnny. <laughs> Patty Smythe of Scandal. That would have been a weird one. Yeah, that's strange. And considered recording an album with a variety of singers, including Paul Joe... Westerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker, what? Just uh, as one of the people. Okay. That'd be great if Paul Westerberg joined Van Halen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still don't know who that is. Paul <laughs> Westerberg? He's terrific, Jerry. I don't think I've ever heard a song. He also says, this is Daryl Hall, Jerry. This was a big interview. <laughs> that Eddie Van Halen credited Daryl Hall with the uh, song Kiss on My List. Dun, 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 mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. For inspiring the keyboard in Jump, the Van Halen song. Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Jerry, how about that? Well, it's interesting because and I, I would have to hear them together. Where's the line between being inspired and stealing? Like Dua Lipa's having all sorts of issues right she now is. with stealing music. But well, are you jump, inspired by it? Or? Yeah, well, I think he just he liked the keyboards in Kiss on My List. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, no, dun, I dun. hear you. And then it was like, well, I'll do keyboards on a song. Jump is nowhere near Kiss on My List. Right, no, but I, I get that. But so many songs sound similar. yeah. And we always sit there and say, like, we're like, how close do you have to be? Because there's only so many different things you can do, as we yes. discussed. Where how long are we into this music thing? Fifty years, sixty years, real, for real? Yeah, a lot. Well, the fifties uh, music, rock music. I think that's the, 50s. The, the real start of it. So you're seventy something years into this. I mean, in another fifty years, how many more songs are you creating that don't right. sound the same? Right. We're going to need to get some new instruments if the Earth hasn't been blown up already. Right. Or there's a new species that have taken over. Or the aliens don't return. Which would be a real shame, because then they got to figure everything out that we figured the species, out already. Unless they come knowing all this knowledge already. I suppose Which it's is possible. possible. Yeah, I guess. At that point, you don't want to live to be An 100. advanced. Yeah, bad ending. Some people believe that the aliens are us from the future. Okay. Tra time traveling back. What? That. So... We're from the year 2250 or something like that? Well, like, uh, yeah, like you're an, a space alien who were, you were an earthling. You passed away. Right. You, after you passed away, you became, you were in another dimension, the future. I think we really think too hard about this stuff. And now you've come back Do you believe to that? visit the earth. Uh, Honestly. I could be talked into it. <laughs> I could watch enough ancient aliens on History Channel. But do you think people thought this in 1950, 1960, 1970? Or do you think because the internet, because creativity, because of, um, you know, movie making, crazy literature, fictional literature, that we've just poisoned our minds with all this crap? Potentially. Could you be talking to that too? I could be. You know, I I don't know. Wouldn't you want to be known as an ancient alien theorist? No. What? No. I want to be, you know what I want to be known for in the end? I was yes. a good dad. That's it. Oh, that's nice. That's it. What about a top-of-the-line broadcaster? No one cares. I, I At the end of the day, no one cares. Some, As you will say, some will leave their mark, some will not. Yeah, but even the ones that do. We eventually forget them. Explain to me Edward R. Murrow. What do he do? 
Don't remember. Right. <laughs> he was a newsman of some sort. But I'm just saying, like, over time, it all dissipates. Right. It just does. When was the last time you thought of Imus? I mean, I've said this to you before. Yeah. It's like, he, between him, now Stern's still going, clearly. But you think about, you know, Imus back in the day and whether his ratings were good or not, for a period of time, they were amazing. In New York, morning drive for 40, what, 40 years, would you say? Something like that, yeah. right? Long time. And they're gone. Well, it's like Scott Muni I listened yes. to on WNEW. I haven't right. thought of that guy's name in years. Right. Uh, do they still do that? Keeping Scotto's promise. <laughs> I um, don't know. I have on not... 104.3, by the way. Right. I haven't put that on since I've drove in the car with you. Yeah, I don't think I have either. And that's a long time. Be- with what, satellite at What all. would they call it? Uh, Beatles lunch or something? Lunch with the Beatles or something? I thought it started with a, uh, yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Keeping Scotto's promise. Right. Yeah, I mean, as time goes, it's sad to say, but it's so yeah. friggin' true. As time goes on, you're forgotten, mm-hmm. and then you can't even argue it. Right. You know? But you won't be forgotten as a dad, and that's no. what counts. Well, no, you will, eventually. But <laughs> What do I have to be to leave people, Jerry? I'm not a dad. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so you can leave someone your condo. I would like to be known as a good dog dad. Okay. Although I don't really want a dog. <laughs> so probably not great. I would say you're not going to go to the dad dog hall of the dog dad <laughs> hall of fame. <laughs> That's funny. Not with comments like that. When I say these things, people think like I just don't like that I got a dog. That was a bad move. Right, you like the dog. You just wish I you love never the did. dog. I can't tell you how many times I kissed my dog. I understand. All the time. But it's it, you know what the problem is? It would be like saying <laughs> it would be like saying mm-hmm. love my kids, but god Wish we never had them. I mean, you right. can't do that. I mean, I love them now because I do have them, but... Right. Yeah. That's why people get all over you. Yeah. I kind of well, get that. Yeah, but you, you couldn't say it about kids because kids have feelings and kids can understand. I know that, but the dog people... Well, what the dog people... defend the dog. What the dog people think is that I'm not pleasant to the dog. Like, because I regret getting a dog... They think I take that out on the dog, which you're not. Which I hundred percent. I have a so smoochy, snuggly with this dog constantly. You've left Gene out in the cold. <laughs> Gene is jealous of the dog. <laughs> That's how much. Did you call her back? By the way, I texted her. I told her. Uh, Isn't that amazing? She can get a text message in Italy. I, it's Jerry. It's bizarre. Jerry, she she w- was video calling me from Italy, crystal clear. Damn. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's nuts. And the callers here to this radio station gave... (laughs) 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 Yeah, I want to talk about that. Yankee strike. She's in Italy, and it's like HD. (laughs) Crystal clear. I know. It's unbelievable. It is pretty crazy. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Uh, You're off to Dayton, Ohio. Yes, I will be back no earlier than Friday, I believe. Wow. So the next time we potentially see you is Friday. If... uh, well, so you're saying even if, uh, God forbid, Rutgers loses Wednesday, you're not coming home this until Friday? This is not a normal charter. This charter is run by the NCAA. Oh, okay. So because you don't know which team is losing, they can't put you on a plane immediately. So we got to go the next morning. Same, okay. It was the same thing Friday. We got we had to stay in uh, Indianapolis till Saturday morning. What's the – if Rutgers keeps winning, when's the next time we see you? Uh, a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be if they won the championship. 
No, that would be that would be they just won the first and second round <laughs> because that would get them into what the Sweet Sixteen. Yes, because matter of fact, I might not even be back for that. No, I would be. We'd probably go on. Yeah, I would probably be back for next Tuesday and well, off again the rest of the so next week. So, what are you bringing as far as luggage tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> tomorrow, I got to leave in a few hours. I got to go I home mean, and in figure a few that hours. out. What are you? What are you bringing? I don't know, but I will tell you if they win. Again, they got to win three games for that to happen, and I hope they do. I, I got to talk to Spike then. You, I need a radio station. I can't keep doing this. Right. Uh, it's one thing to burn three or four days vacation. I don't want to be – I can't use two weeks vacation. You better just bring a whole bunch of uh, clean underpants. <laughs> Thank you, Al. I'll do my best. Because you can wear your jeans over again. You can wear <laughs> hoodies over again. No, you're right. But I will... you also got to bring clean dress clothes, right? So it depends on where we are. If we're courtside, yes. If we're court, I mean, I go, by the way, I don't even go slacks anymore. It's black jeans that you can't tell they're jeans. Mm-hmm. So tremendous. And I go dress shirt, tie, and I wear a really, it's not even a, dre- a jacket anymore. It's one of those like uh, quarter Columbia. Zip. What's that? Like a quarter zip. Yeah, they're, but they're, they're they look nice. They're it nice works. Ones, yeah. it look, you look like you're dressed up, but you're not. It's, tr- it's terrific. But if we're up, like in Indianapolis, we found out we were in the second level. Polo shirt. Polo. Like, what am I getting? And no one. There was not one play-by-play announcer that I saw up there dressed up. Everyone had a polo shirt on. Yeah. Because you're not being not seen by anybody. Exactly. They want to put you up there, Jerry? You're yeah. not going to wear a uh, The problem tie. is I don't, I'm not going to know. Right. That's the problem. I'd love to see you pack for this trip. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. you got to right. get on a plane. Sue! What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Siri, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. No, it doesn't. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. What is up? His name is D. Eddie Scazzeri. We say hello. What's happening, dude? And then across from me, his name is Al Steve Dukes. What's up, man? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. I I looked at uh, the sports news last night around probably 5 o'clock, and then I... uh, Went to bed? Then I... Well, I (laughs) had my dinner, went to walk the dog, went to bed, and I got up this morning to a lot of sports news, Jerry. A lot of sports news. There's, like, lots of sports news. There's Tom Brady's Cash, cash, give me cash. Uh, The Yankees made a trade. A big trade, yes. The NCAA brackets got filled out. That is correct. My gosh, Jerry. Jerry, you gotta love sports. (laughs) (laughs) Can you rack that, please, Eddie? (laughs) Let's try that again or what? Let's start with uh, Tom Brady first. Yes, please. Let's start with Tom Brady. I told you he was playing this year. uh, First of all, you're owed money from Boomer because he's playing. Yeah. I paid him 50 bucks when I was in Nebraska. Right. When he announced he was retiring, I didn't waste a minute. You didn't. I Venmoed that money right over to him. But I, I've said all along, he's playing. But you, we all thought he was going to San Francisco. I'm not leaving. I'm not retiring. <laughs> right. You're right. back. We thought that's where he wanted to be. But he still might be. Who knows? He's going back to Tampa. Yeah. He seems all excited. He Instagram 
pictures of Tampa. That's why I know he's, you know, I don't feel like there's any flip-flip gimmicks of sending him to San Francisco because he referenced unfinished business with Tampa. Uh, All pictures of him in Tampa outfits and his children in Tampa jerseys. Let me ask you this. Yes. The whole San Francisco thing. Yeah. Has he ever once uttered those words? No. Like he'd like to end his career in San Francisco? Nope. Has his wife ever said it'd be nice for Tommy to finish in San Francisco? No. Well, she wants him done playing football. P- probably so. It's like, where do these, I mean, is this a source of a source? Sources. I really, the whole thing is, you know, he went to Tampa. He wanted to go to Tampa. He won in Tampa. They're in Tampa. Good for them. Unfinished business in Tampa. And good for uh, Bruce Arians because uh, the stories that I had on my show sheet that I put together starting on Saturday was that he was very interested in Baker Mayfield. Ugh. So imagine lucky uh, Tampa Bay fans. You didn't have to get Baker Mayfield. And instead he tweeted LFG. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like when Mets people do it. What about old guys? I don't like it. I just don't, I just don't care for it. Yeah, well, that's what he tweeted. I don't like cursing. He's ex- well, he didn't. I know, but I don't like the idea of like putting the letter F in there for cursing. I don't like it. Could it's be silly. freaking. I just saw like the seven line, uh, the seven line uh, army. The the guys that follow yeah. the Mets around, there was a picture of four like overweight dad looking type guys in dad bods, like with dad sneakers and dad shorts, and they were each holding a letter, L. What is it? Let let's L L F G. Yeah, come on, you're you're dads. Yeah, you got children. Didn't Pete Alonso start that? Who started that? Who knows. I think it was Pete Alonso. I don't know. I don't know either, but that's what I think. Uh, it's just so he made it. So I think he was the first player that said it. So just so I'm just to yes, get Jerry. it right. Four minutes in, you yeah. found something already you don't like about sports. <laughs> you gotta love sports, Jerry. <laughs> now, I do. Some don't. The Tom Brady thing was annoying me when he retired. Then immediately it was he's unretiring. It was this like. What are you doing? Yeah, well, at least he didn't, you know, hold us hostage for, you know, the next six months wondering what he's doing. Correct. It's just, it's a done deal. I, You know what? I, I, I don't know what else to say other than I'm not shocked. I've always expected he was playing this year. And I'll say what I've always said. He said he wanted to play till he was 45. He's going to have the best year of his career statistically and then say, you know, at 44, yeah. I'm good. That didn't make sense. No, it never made sense to me. And while he was annoying me with the retirement, I realized this would be me if I was a professional football player or if I was Mike Francesa. I regret every decision I make. Yeah, the day you walk out of here, I do think you'll regret it initially. I regret it. Like, every decision I've ever made, mm, not, I every, have, not everyone. I have a regret almost immediately. Not everyone. Most of you, them. You've never regretted the condo. You've never regretted that. Uh, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Does it ever cross my mind? Sure, it does. Because really? like Eddie, I hear Eddie tell me that my condo is going to be underwater in All like right. three well, years when the, the glaciers uh, melt. Okay, right. I've been hearing that since 1990. I know, and I just I'm sure need... at some point it'll happen. Probably not in our lifetime. I hope not. At that point, you can regret it. Yeah, because as long as I'm dead and the condo goes underwater, then I'm all right. right. I don't want to go underwater like a year from now. That's my investment. I think you'll be okay in 2023. But most things I do regret. Purchases. I know you do. Silly purchases. I buy a box of cereal. I'll be like, why did I buy this? Like, I'll over... That is just... That's a that's a character issue you have. Yeah. But it's like, I would if I was Brady, I would have overthought the, do I retire? Have you ever had relations with a woman and regretted it? Like, that's a fair question. I think a lot of people do have that feeling. Yeah, I'm sure I regret it. I regret everything. everything. 
Everything. I know that. I know your cars you've regretted every one. Oh my gosh, Jerry. Every <laughs> car purchase I've ever Most made. Most people drive off the lot. Whoo, new car. Yeah. You drive off the lot. Crap, can I return this thing? What did I do? <laughs> I What's that noise? That's I, I immediately hear a noise. I like it doesn't work. Why is this radio station not holding? Yeah. So I, I I've learned to accept Tom Brady's indecisiveness as that is that is myself. And Mike, it happened to Mike Francesa as well. It happens to a lot of people. It happens to a lot of people. It's very <laughs> difficult making life decisions, life-altering decisions, Yeah, and then feeling good about it. It happened to The Who when I saw their final concert in, in 1984. 19, <laughs> in 1989, and they're still going. Back yeah. after this. Back after a lot this. Of, a lot of the bands do that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a ploy, if it's a, it's a gimmick, but a lot of them do it. I think it's not a gimmick. I think it's like what happened with Tom Brady. I think it's they retire and they go, you know what? I want to sing Wun Fooled again. When he done. is a fraud and a complete liar. The thing liar. about Brady, I actually don't think he ever wanted to retire. I think but, he was doing that to appease his wife. I think he was probably, really? I think he was getting a lot of pressure from home. Like, it, Remember, was it when they beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl where she said to him on the field walking off, what else is there left to do? We're done. Let's go. Well, they weren't done. But then how does he turn that around? Um, you go on a great trip together. Mm-hmm. You talk. You have a couple of drinks. And you get her okay. <laughs> or do you just become super annoying at home? Mm. That's what I would do. Well, I think there's a part of that, too. I mean, you know, you've you've never lived with a woman, right? To, no, I you mean, know, you've always short, had your own place. Short. Uh, no, it was one. there was one time when I lived with a woman. You when did. I was 25. Okay. 25 and as she was moving herself different. in, as she was legitimately, I could still picture this, Jerry. It was a condo in Florida. She was bringing her stuff up the steps. I and was you like, were regretting it. I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> what How did I do? How long did you live with her for? Mm, that only lasted a couple months. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> a couple months. I, thi- I think, I could be wrong about this, but I think most retired people mm-hmm. would say, once they retire and they've got no job to go to in the morning and no nothing to do. Now, Tom Brady's got things to do, but a lot more time home than he had. I think you look at each other and say, what now? Yeah, now what do we do? Like, have you ever had, how about this? So yesterday's a good example. Yesterday was freezing cold, especially in the morning. And if you don't want to do a project in the house, what are you doing around here? You're not going for a walk. You're not going to the park. Like, you're not doing anything outdoors. You got two options. Sit around the house and watch TV, boring, or you can go shopping or go out and eat or something like that because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. By two o'clock, you want to strangle each other. And it's not either one's anyone's fault. It's just you're bored. So I could see her after three or four weeks saying about this retirement. Yeah. You've maybe, got more football left in you. Maybe you do got one more in you. <laughs> I can see that. Get out of the house. I, would you be shocked? No. I wouldn't either. I would not be shocked. I totally understand. Me too. So plus he's the back. N- plus the NFL is better with Tom Brady in it anyway. I don't disagree with that. He's I want a storyline. He is. It's Brady. You got Brady back with the Bucks. You got Aaron Rodgers back with the, uh, with Packers. the Packers. Did you ever think, and you're even going through the Brady thing, and I don't mean the last few years. I mean, even you go back, let's say, 10 years when all the I planned to play into my 40 stuff started. Did you ever think we would see an NFL player, I don't mean a kicker, that doesn't count, an NFL player last to 45? No. At a high level? No. Yeah. He just, he defies logic. Plus, they don't need the money. That's another thing, No, right? it's about winning for him. He doesn't need the money. Just win. They don't, I mean, they, they've got to be worth a billion dollars, those two, right? The Brady family? 
I would certainly think so with what she makes yeah. and what he's done. I would think they're worth a billion dollars or north thereof. Oh my gosh. I would think. I would love to have $1 billion, Jerry. Why don't you start with a million? A million dollars? Of All course, right. I, you probably have that. I do not have a million dollars. I Listen, I see what Google says about you. That is incorrect. <laughs> and now thanks to the stock market being the worst Ever. ever. <laughs> it's not been good. It's going the opposite direction, my wealth, Jerry. Yes, I'm well aware. My and, wealth and a lot is, of ours. Yeah. I know. Sucks. It's not great. Just when you finally get rolling with the 401k, it, it rolls down the hill. stops. I know. Always. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing you're not close to retirement yet. The failing Dow Jones industrial <laughs> average. Listen, it could be worse. You could be. You want to retire at 60, you could be 59 right now and this could be happening. Right. Oh, my You'll gosh. You'll have time to recover. Jerry, I'd be screaming right now. I'm sure you would be. Oh. Or you'd be saying, I'm not retiring anytime soon. Yeah. That too. Because of the stupid stock market. Uh, Two quick uh, NFL news while we're on it, Jerry. Uh, Michael Gallup returning to the Cowboys? No, I was doing more of the uh, Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out of there. See ya. He's going to the Browns. Good look. Whatever. Good luck. Yeah, have fun. Cleveland. I kept seeing the news that kept going, well, the Cowboys... So Amari Cooper was considered the Cowboys' number one receiver. Yeah, I mean, I think C.D. Lamb really is at this point. Right, so they go, oh, C.D. Lamb will be. Why can't you have two number one? You can. They, they had. Made, That's what they had. But they made it seem like we got to get rid of one of these guys because we you only have one number one receiver. Well, they have to pay C.D. So you can't pay two ones the same money. You have a it one. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So C.D. Lamb's got to get paid at some point. And Amari Cooper, for what he was making, I don't blame them. He was making Overpaid. twenty million dollars. Listen, they, they gave a first-round pick to the Raiders for him. And when he got there, he had a great season, and he uh, his that deal they made turned their, their season around. There's no question about it. This year, he's disappointing. It wasn't bad, but he wasn't a dominant number one receiver. And now you got C.D. Lamb, number one. You got C.D. Lamb, you got number Michael one. Gallup, Dalton Schultz they tagged, so they're, they're fine. I love that Schultz guy. Yes. I, know. I think a lot have... of Jet fans were hoping to get him. Yeah, Cowboys always have cool tight ends. They do have good tight ends. For years and years, starting with Doug Cosby. Doug Cosby. No, just, starting with. I, I was just going to the 80s for you. Billy Joe Dupree. That's, yes, but uh, you're an 80s That was like guy. 79, 78, yes. 79, 80. Doug Cosby the, the guy Cosby. in the 80s. Who was the other guy? Who? He came Which right one? after Doug Cosby. Uh, oh, the one, um, uh, Jay Novacek. Jay Novacek, yes. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Now you we know, got Schultz. For 20 years. <laughs> yeah, waiting. Or 15, whatever it was. Now you got Schultz. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Who, and I'm blanking out on his name, only got the starting tight end job. God, I can't think of his name. Some dude got hurt. Yes. And he was good, too. Where'd he go, then, if God, he's good? darn it. He's still, well, he's, he was still there as at the end of last season, but he was oh. injured all year. I can't. He got out there for a few plays, and I'm blanking out on his name. Bad me. But, yeah. Mm. they've. You're right. For whatever reason, they've always been able to find a tight end. I did see that the Cowboys were worried about the the money uh, Ezekiel Elliott's going to make this year. Well, that's been a conversation going back to the last season. He's a good uh, blocker, though, as well. He's a very good back. He did not have a great season this year. He just didn't. Hmm. And that's one of those conversations, running back position. But he does a lot of good things. Like There were times he would be out there specifically on a third down play to chip and block. And you don't get that usually from a star running back. Plus, he wears half shirts. Not a lot of men pull, I, can pull I, that off. I got to be honest. I don't care for that. He does wear the half shirt he well. Does. He's got abs. It, yeah, it looks terrible, though. It, it does. It's not great. And then in news that other NFL news that uh, Gio probably is not going to be happy about, it looks like the Vikings are giving Kirk Cousins 
a one-year extension this worth. Is tremendous. Thirty-five million dollars for Kirk Cousins. I know. Guaranteed all thirty-five million. Is that right? That's for yeah. It's a guaranteed Damn. contract extension for twenty twenty-three. That's tremendous. Damn, Jerry. I think that's actually funny. I mean, I feel bad for him, but whatever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Wheel of turds. Well, something like that. The wheel of turds. I hate your guts. Well, I don't know if we got to hate each other's guts. That was his message to Kirk Cousins upon hearing of the signing. Blake Jarwin, by the way, is the guy I was thinking about. Blake Jarwin? Yes. I've never heard of him. I I know you're not because you don't watch anything. I know Schultz. He's the main guy now, Jerry. He is the main guy. There's a new tight end in town. His name is Schultz. Blake Jarwin was the guy that went between Witten and Schultz, and then he got hurt. Yes. (laughs) You're funny. I've never heard of him. (laughs) Have you you heard of Dak Prescott? (laughs) I did him a boy of Jerry, a quarterback. I'm a quarterback's guy. Uh, That's true. I love a quarterback. I I used to love a running back, but now it's like they've split all the carries. It's not as fun anymore. So now you just love the quarterbacks. You don't get the guy that trudges along 30 times. Averaging three yards a carry, and then boom, he's gone for 50 yards. Jerry, I grew up in the era of Walter Payton, Earl Campbell, Tony Dorsett. These are guys that got handed the ball nonstop. How about if I said to you, Lael Collins? Sounds like a defensive guy. (laughs) Cowboys offensive tackle. Oh. Who they allowed, they gave him permission to seek a trade to because he's owed a lot of money this year. Another one with the money. Oh, hey, we owe you a lot of money. It'd You're be, gone. It'd be, it'd be cool if you looked around. <laughs> we, matter, wouldn't, we wouldn't mind. Matter of fact, please leave. <laughs> that's what. That's essentially what they're saying. We're giving you permission to seek a trade. Well, I don't want to trade. Just look around. <laughs> Just look, see what is a big league. I know. It's a lot of good teams well, out and there. His deal, I, I may have read this wrong, but he got, he had an issue last year. I think he got suspended, if I remember correctly. And I think because of that, his guaranteed money became not guaranteed. This is this guaranteed deal is now off the table. Yeah, apparently so. Jerry, let's do baseball when we get back. How about that? We got a lot of baseball yeah. coming up. The Yankees made a move. Oh, yeah. The Mets making moves. Oh, yeah. Lots going on, including me and Al, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hi, 523. What's up? Monday morning, New York City. It is Al and Jerry. Until the top, we take you to Boomer and Geo, a action-packed Monday. That's what we call it, where there's actual real sports to get to. So what's the deal with Rutgers, Jerry? They're in the tournament. They're not in the tournament. So they're I'm in confused. the first four. Yeah, they're they're the 11 seed. Playing, playing games? Yeah, in, the, in Dayton, Ohio. They play Wednesday night. They take on Notre Dame. Are they any good? Uh, yeah, they are. Of course. And then uh, the winner of that will play Alabama on Friday afternoon in San Diego. Oh, you got to be hoping for a San Diego trip. Well, go win. I mean, I sort of, they're very capable of doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be great. We will get on the – if they win, we get on the plane Wednesday night and go right to San Diego. We will wake up there, have all day Thursday, and then part of Friday. And then if they win, they stay there until Sunday. Hmm, look at this, right. Jerry. They guys got to get past Notre Dame. Yeah. So, ironically enough, 
every year I usually like to take a couple of vacations. We've got one planned because of our baseball team. This year we don't have a second one planned. This looks like this is my vacation. Oh, this would be great, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this could, theoretically I could be gone tomorrow through next Monday. In San Diego. Or I could be back Friday. Well, you're going to Dayton first. Yes. Got to win first. They don't win Wednesday. I'll be back on uh, Friday. Could you quickly name one famous Notre Dame alumni basketball player? No. Yeah, exactly. Top of my head, no. So go win, baby. I should be able to, but no. Not top of my head. But, yeah, I look forward to Mike Bray's the head coach. I know that. All right. Big fan of his. Yeah. Uh, Jerry. Baseball. We got a lot of baseball news also over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, The biggest coming from the Yankees who have uh, gotten rid of. You won't have Gary Sanchez to call here and yell about anymore. Gary Sanchez was one of those lightning rod players, Jerry. Yeah. Where all people wanted to do was complain. A couple of pitchers right down the plate get past him. All of a sudden, everyone's furious. But the guy hit monster home runs. You won't have him to kick around anymore. Step to the plate, Joey Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> You're our new guy oh, we're going to yell at. He is going to get. I mean, Stanton's been getting hammered, on, you know, except when he carries the team. It's almost like feast or famine with him. Joey Gallo is a strikeout machine. There's no Gary Sanchez to kick around. No. Stand You're tall, up. Joe. <laughs> and then I saw Saturday I'm reading that uh, – Aaron Boone said Gio Urshela is our shortstop. You know he's not. He's, he's gone. gone now, too. He's gone. Okay, so Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela go to Minnesota. Correct. And the Yankees get back Josh Donaldson. Who's interesting. Third baseman. he and Garrett Cole, he had a lot of things to say about Garrett Cole last year, about the spider attack and all that. And you oh, remember yeah. when the Yankees went to Minnesota, the question was, how does that go? And yeah. It was fine. It was nothing. They both just did their thing. Um, and they also get... Um, Isaiah Kiner Falefa, who just was acquired by Minnesota from Texas two days prior. Is he any good? He is. He's a really good defensive shortstop. Shortstop. He's not a bad offensive player. Not great, but he's not a bad offensive player. And so I think they have upgraded themselves. You said his name so smoothly. Because I've heard of him. What is it again? Go ahead. Isaiah Kiner Falefa. 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 Kiner Falefa. Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be starting shortstop? I would think that's the idea, yes. Wow, so they were, like, Jerry, just in one night or one late afternoon, the Yankees' left side of the infield changed completely. Completely changed, yeah, absolutely. Assuming Donaldson plays third. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Where else is so, he playing? Uh, DH. Oh, oh right. right, 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 the DH. He could do that. But then again, you've got uh, three other DHs on the team. <laughs> Do you think they had to run that by Garrett Cole since he had uh, words to say about Garrett no, Cole? I don't. I don't. Do you think if, Garrett, if Cole, Garrett Cole was the Cy Young last year, Cy yeah. Young Award winner last year, and threw to an ERA of 1.5? Maybe. He wasn't. He didn't. You don't. Do you think anyone alerted him or he just saw it in the news? I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> I saw, what was his name? Bobby Wagner from the Seahawks yeah. got cut by, the, by Seattle the other day. And he posted, the worst part is that they didn't call me. I found out on social media. (laughs) (laughs) So it's very possible that Garrett Cole found out on Twitter or Instagram or something. Who knows? Hey, Bobby Wagner, it's uh, the Seahawks. Hey, keep an eye on your Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) There might be some news about you soon. (laughs) Yeah, just keep the alerts on your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that looks interesting for the Yankees. That would be like you waking up and seeing Google (laughs) Alerts, Al Dukes, and you open up Twitter, you've been fired. (laughs) And no one told you. Like, do I go to work today? <laughs> you just show up like George Costanza. I do like this Josh Donaldson fella. He's fiery. I like he's fiery. I like I don't the know if he's watching good anymore. That's the only problem. Really? 
Yeah, he's not the same player. He's 36 now, I think. I remember I think. him on the Blue Jays. Yeah, he was great. That's when he was great. Yeah, I don't so think... So then what happened last year? I don't think he had a great season. I have oh. to look. I, You know what? I I should have been prepared for the segment. Come on, When Jerry. you said we were doing baseball. I have to look at his numbers, but he's not... Jerry, you he's know not I love a young baseball. Man. I, yeah, well, please. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> you're funny. Who are we talking about? Josh Donaldson? Josh Donaldson. I'm going to say Josh Donaldson, you know... Didn't have a great average last year and hit like, I'm going to say, 27 home runs. Oh, that's not enough. We need north of 30, Jerry. At well, a minimum. I don't think uh, minimum. he didn't. He, I don't think he had 30 last year. So last year for the Twins, 135 games. Here we go. Um, that's a lot of games. 26 home runs. Oh boy. Uh, 72 RBIs. It's okay. Pretty good. It's okay. And he batted 240. All right. Now the year before that, well, the year before it doesn't count because it's only 30 games. What about Isaiah Kiner Falafa? Uh, he's probably a 250 hitter. Let's see here. But you you really want him for his defense, defense. I would say. Isaiah. Does Kiner. he do that uh, Derek Jeter jump throw? That'd be cool. I don't know, but Bring I did back. see him post. Always, was always a fan of number two. Oh. Or something like that. Uh, last year, Kiner Falafa played in a lot of games, I believe. Let's see. He's only 26. He played the 158 games. That's a guy. That's, That's a pretty man. good right there. I mean, it was close. Not 250. He batted 265, which is fine. Um, seven home runs, 49 RBIs. Seven where the runs. runs score. Yeah, he's not a power hitter. Is he a lefty? Ah, <laughs> uh, It's a good question, actually. I would say shortstop, Kyle Jerry. He's Falefa. a righty. He's got to be righty. Well, we I mean, that... I thought you meant batting. Batting. Throwing right yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. No, no, I, think, I think he's a right-handed bat. So I don't know if you heard, Jerry. They got a short porch out there in uh, Yankee Stadium. Let's go. Here, Let's go, um, Kiner Falafa. He bats righty. We're, yeah, we're right. Uh, and what about the – you also got a catcher, Ben Ward. I believe, and I only heard Sal before yeah. I walked in mention this, that he's a very good defensive catcher. I don't know. Jerry, we need – Offense. No, you Sounds don't. Like We've got nothing You've but got defensive Aaron guys. Judge. You've got John Carlos Stanton. You got oh. Aaron Hicks coming back. You've got right. Joey Gallo. You've oh. got DJ LeMayhew. Mm. You're good. Oh, good point, Jerry. Actually, I think they did what they had to do. That's a solid team right there. I, you know what they got? They didn't get swing and miss. Well, Donaldson can be. But Kiner Falefa, I think, will be a contact guy. What's the catcher's name? Vordek? What's his name? Rord. Rordvet. 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 Yes. You nailed it. Roared vet. Yeah. Ben I don't know anything about vet. him. Not sure. He's terrific is what you need to know about him, Jerry. Well, again, I'm going by what, let's see. I'm going to Ben Roared vet. So let's see. Let me let's, guess. Defensive catcher. Yeah, I'm going to pull up his, what do you, what do you think? Give me Give me a, a stat line for him. Give me a, let me, get, you know what, Jerry? Here's what's important to me now. Because what you told me about this uh, Kiner Falefa, the dude played like in almost every game. So I'll give you this. How many games played? I'm going to give you. Eight, well, I don't know about games. That's only point. 89 at-bats. Oh, boy. Yes. Well, All he's right. young. This he's guy was tw- born in 97, so he's, he's 24. <laughs> he's not 12. He's the Yankees 24. have acquired a 12-year-old no, catcher. What are we doing? He's got eight, He had 89. Well, he's got 89 career at-bats. Oh, boy. So, go ahead, give me his numbers. 89 at-bats. He's got... Uh, give he's me batting got, average. Uh, uh, I would say, Jerry, uh, 230. Who the hell calling me? <laughs> Five thirty in the morning. Who is that? Gina from Italy. <laughs> uh, does she not aware that we do a warm up show from five know. to six? I don't know what's going um, on. So you said two thirty. Two thirty. How many home runs? Two. How many RBIs? Seventeen. And give me runs scored. Fifteen. Okay. He batted one sixty nine. Sixty nine. One sixty nine. 
Three home runs. You were close. Seven RBIs, not 17. <laughs> and he had eight runs scored. All right. We can't talk about but him. He's 24 now, years old. He's barely played. He's, he was a rookie. We can't talk about it until he starts doing something. Well, he's going to start doing something, especially if he is there, if he if he plays a lot. Now, the Mets also got some players, Jerry, pitchers. I would say so. Uh, the first fellow, right-hander Chris Bassett, he was on the A's last year. He was the dude who was hit by a line drive and in the head. came back and pitched, yeah. He didn't come back and pitch that same game. You mean same later season. on, same season. Yes. He I took believe. a line drive off his head? Uh, yes. He missed, I want to say, at least six weeks, maybe longer. I don't yeah. remember. But I, I do remember when he came back and pitched. We were we talked about oh, it. Oh yes, yes, yes. On the warm up show the next morning, he it was a day game I believe in Oakland when he came back and pitched. Which I that to me that takes guts. That's a manly pitcher, Jerry. Like you I think I know I'm 48, 47, whatever. Um, but I stand. You know I will pitch to twelve year olds. I won't do it without a screen. These guys are throwing a hundred miles an hour, and the ball's coming back at a hundred miles an yeah. hour. That's balls. It's one thing for it to never happen to you, so you probably don't have that expectation. But to see it, have it happen, I think he had a slightly fractured skull. To get back out there, man, do you think you he's, probably don't have to work ever again? Do you think he's thinking, what are the chances I get hit in the head with another line drive? Uh, that's not a good way to think. No. Maybe I wouldn't think that way. It's like the guy that was struck by lightning and survived. You go... What are the chances I get struck by lightning again? Probably and then he not. died a week and later. Then he dies. No, he I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's, listen, if he's if he's on his game, I think he was an all star pitcher last year. So yeah, here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, and then they also got uh, former Yankee Adam Adavino. We like him anymore. He's not, I don't think he's officially signed because oh. uh, they wouldn't talk about him. But I think they've come to an agreement on a one year deal. Yeah, what the hell? It's bullpen. Dead. Bullpens are like. You have no idea what these guys are going to do until they're out there. Yeah. But him in his heyday, he's the guy that said he could strike out Babe Ruth. I knew it was one of those two. It was out of Vino. He's I'm, probably right. I'm almost certain of it. Babe Ruth was a big fat guy who was used to guys lobbing the ball into him. I don't know that they were lobbing the ball, but I don't think they had these pitches that they have now. Although I think they threw screwballs and stuff and spitballs. Spitballs? Back in the, yeah. That was Gaylord Perry, you're thinking. Uh, in, trust me. In 1918, they were throwing, they probably had <laughs> razor blades in their back pocket. They were like, whoosh. Yes. They were hawking right. loogies and sopping up that ball. And right past you, Babe Ruth. Maybe. So, yeah, so no, I, good weekend for the Mets. And Steve Cohen says, uh, fourth-tier tax. <laughs> we're going to blow right by well, this thing. Well, who else are we getting? We're getting more I don't people? Know. I, I don't know. I did I see know. that, um, oh, that uh, that uh, Scherzer and DeGrom are 1-2 to finish in the Cy Young winners. How about that? That's pretty cool. And I actually, I think it's funny, on the first day yeah. that he speaks to the media, they asked him if he minds if DeGrom is the opening day starter. And what did he say to that? And hell no. No, of course not. That's fine. Because he came here to pitch with Jacob DeGrom. So good. We're, we're off to a good start. Plus, you know what he's thinking, Jerry? Let DeGrom get, go up against their number ones. And so I'll he take gets the, the twos. I'll take the scrub pitcher, and I'll get so many more wins. A number two starter is not a scrub Some starter, teams. but it's not the ace. It's not the ace. You are correct about that. And I'm sick of Jacob DeGrom. It happened to Johan Santana all the time, too. They, they were always pitching against the other team's ace. Yeah. Jacob DeGrom, six innings, no runs, four hits, nine strikeouts, <laughs> and he leaves 0-0. Uh, zero, zero. <laughs> Can't get yeah, the win. That sucks. I know. It's happened many times in his career. So... All right, we got to take a break. It's 536. We might have more baseball for you. I don't know. But I do know we've got other things to talk about. It is a very, very busy Monday right here. Oh, we can talk about, because it doesn't even talk about basketball if you don't. We'll talk about Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the Nets. How about that? That's coming up at some point right here on The Fan.
All right, two old guys in the morning till 6 as we're going over fiber contents in cereal. And I wish I was joking. I'm not. We're talking about Fiber One cereal and Wheaties and Raisin Bran. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Holy moly. I don't know what the hell has happened to us. Keeping it real. That's what we're doing over here. We are here. keeping it real. We are, Al and I are one week into our two-week challenge yeah. of low carb. It's gone well for him, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has happened to me at all. <laughs> not a thing. Haven't lost a pound. I'm still here. Well, I was eating a, like a half, legitimately half a bag of Tostitos with lunch I know every are. day. So that, just cutting that out probably I went a full week a for probably the first time in my life, for real, without one chip, one cookie, one piece of cake, and one piece of candy. And I'm not talking about those wintergreen mints. I'm still eating those. But nothing else. Jerry, we're getting our bodies ready for the summer so we could go shirtless. Not me. Nothing's happened. Shirtless and walk around. You can. All shirtless. Not me. I can't yet, Jerry. I still have a belly. A couple of quick things. Uh, Number one, it looks like all but a done deal that Joe Buck's going to ESPN. I know. Kevin Burkhart. Which would bump up Mr. Kevin Burkhart. Has to, right? Yeah. Now, they're saying as part of the trade uh, for Fox to give uh, ESPN Joe Buck that they may get a Notre Dame-Ohio State game in return. Okay. That's a big trade, Jerry. I guess. That's what they're making it. The other interesting thing that has come up is people are wondering, those in the media who cover the media, Jerry, like myself and you, what happens to Manning cast now? Well, why should anything happen to it? Well, because you got Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman. So you really thought so little of Brian Greasy (laughs) and Steve Levy and whoever else it was that we didn't care? We didn't care. So now we care. Now we care again. I don't think anything should happen to it. Really? I don't. Mm. No. I think you have Manning cast fans. Right. And you've got the football fan. I was a football fan. I never turned the Manning cast on one time, nor do I plan to. Doesn't mean I won't watch the clips the next day, but I, there's no way I'm watching a football game that way. I can't. And now you'll have Buck and Aikman. So yeah. definitely won't. And I still will watch the game if I want to watch the game. <clears throat> All right. Not changing anything for me. So you still think Manning cast stays, no change? I think it would be pretty crappy of the of ESPN to get rid of it because now they say we have a good broadcast, broadcast crew. <laughs> you had a good crew. Plus, I think, they, did a, did, they did a good job. Plus, I think they signed that Manning cast, didn't they? Like I, they right, two more years, Two more years, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing that I find interesting, you know, remember uh, Coach K had his final game yes. at, uh, what's it called? Oh, God. Conseco Fieldhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you think Duke plays at Conseco Fieldhouse? That's in Indianapolis, right? Uh, yes, it's now called, I was just there. Cameron it's Indoor. Now, it, yes, it's now called Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Gainbridge Because I was there, otherwise I wouldn't okay. have known that. Cameron Indoor. So Coach K lost his final game ever at Cameron Indoor. Remember uh, against North Carolina? Uh, yeah, and he had apologized to the yes. crowd because they Didn't lost. Have to, but he did. Now I see Jerry. He lost to Virginia Tech, so he's not even going to go. Uh, no ACC uh, tournament title game in his final years. Well, that happened already. <laughs> That's over. <laughs> no, I'm saying he lost, so he didn't get to play in it in his no, final year. They lost. That was at. Uh, that was where at uh, what do you call it? Barclays Center. Right, Barclay Center. Yeah, so no, no, no tournament champion for him. No. He didn't win that either. Right. Now they go to the NCAA tournament as a two-seed in the same bracket Rutgers is in. I'd like to see Rutgers beat Coach K in his final year. That oh, would be awesome. That would be sweet, Jerry. I think Rutgers would have to get to the Sweet 16, I think, for that to happen. That would be a nectar so sweet. Okay, that was kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you weirdo. Just a sweet nectar, Jerry. Okay, all right. Now, you brought up... Uh, before... It would be much more fun to see them beat him at Conseco Fieldhouse, though. 
<laughs> go old school. The Pacers used to play there, right? Yeah, and they now that now I said Gainbridge Fieldhouse. It used new to be sponsor. Canseco was the it was energy out there. Probably. I don't know. energy. Me. You lived out there. I wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't remember paying a Canseco energy bill, but who knows? Right. Uh, so you referenced last night, Jerry, uh, was it last night or the night before, Nick's Nets? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, God I get me. confused when I get on it the microphone. It was 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon. 1 o'clock. That's why I was confused, Jerry. I, I, I you knew... weren't confused. You were confused because you didn't watch it. No, no. Oh, I didn't watch it, but I remember. You Channel 7. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you wanted to watch it, you couldn't. That's not true. <laughs> that is true. That Do you have Channel 7? No. Okay. Then you could you could have listened to Carino and Capstraw. <laughs> yeah. But I'm you could a, not have watched it. I'm old school now, Jerry. I listen to my sports on the radio. Yeah. Please. So Kevin Durant scored 53 points. Yeah, he was. I watched every almost every second of this game. He was tremendous. He was right tremendous. from the start. Yes. Now Kyrie Irving, what did he do in this? He game? was scoreless. He sat. Uh, he bought himself a courtside seat. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> he sat right across from the Nets bench and uh, watched the game. He wore a cool like coat. I saw Kyrie. It's very fashionable, this Very Kyrie. fashionable, Kyrie. Yeah. He was there cheering for his guys. Yeah, so he the was not... The whole thing's a, goofy. He's not allowed to play, of course, because it's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not allowed to play because of vaccine mandates. <laughs> so he though, can't step on the court. Yeah. But he can sit on the court. Ever so since, stupid. Ever since Russia invaded Ukraine, I haven't heard a thing about the coronavirus. Like, not a thing. Uh, there's one doctor I saw that I have followed for the last two years. Yeah. What did he say? He is saying that uh, it's spiking again in Hong Kong. Hong Kong? For some BA variant. A B, it's a new variant? Yes. Oh, boy. So, well, I we'll think hear his about tweet it. The other day was if you thought coronavirus is over, it's not. I'm, so, I'm sorry to say, but hopefully it will not get here again. We can only scare the American people with one news story at a time. And right now it's uh, Russia, Ukraine. Yeah. When and Iran that, and nuclear talks and right. the whole thing's a mess. We need that whole thing to, to be solved. That would be good. And then we'll get back to there's a new variant of uh, COVID. Uh, but I did see that Kevin Durant urged uh, Mayor Eric Adams to, yeah. quote, figure something out. Yeah. He's baffled like we all are. We're all baffled. The whole thing is confusing. And, it's baffling. And what's and I wasn't here Friday because I was with Rutgers, but yeah. watching that game in Philly, like you see those two when they are playing, my God, they're good. I mean, it was and I, and I know you didn't watch Thursday night, but it was you don't know that. It, no, I do know. Um, it was awesome. And then to see and have to watch him now just sit courtside. You know. Right, he's a spectator, Jerry. Yeah. He's no better than you and I if we went to Brooklyn. No, he's not. Was he able to high-five his team uh, sitting that close on a big place? You know, that's a Chest good question pumps. because I didn't. when the game went final, I actually didn't stay with it. I actually got up and left because it ended with the, the Knicks had the ball, had to throw it, had a, like a desperate, then everyone got a shot off. I didn't stick with it, so I don't know the answer to that. My guess is probably. But did they show him like when KD was scoring his 53, whoosh, bucket would he get up and... Oh, he was into it. Yeah. He was into it. Oh, he was into it. Okay, yes. good. You could tell he was, I would say even he was impressed watching Durant from that perspective. I know he's watched him on the bench when he's not in the game at the moment, but like watching him for 48 minutes, I felt like just the look on his face was like, damn, this guy's good. Did you ever see him having snacks since he was a spectator? Did he have popcorn no, or a hot him. dog? I did not. No, I did not. Although I think he's vegan. He wouldn't eat a hot dog. Probably not a hot dog. You get a vegan hot dog. You can. Which has got to be terrible. It's got to be better. You want a regular hot dog? I, I mean, taste-wise. I'd actually rather have a vegan hot dog. You think that would taste good? Yes. 
I think if a you vegan grill, hot dog, yeah. you think would taste. Good. I think if you put a vegan hot dog on a grill and loaded it, it in it a up. bun. Put ketchup on it or mustard, whatever you prefer. I think they would be delicious. I would try one. I can't imagine it's any. Yeah, I think it's good. And I'm all for these, you know, these Beyond Burgers. Yep. That stuff is tremendous. A hot dog. Vegan hot dogs, Jerry. You know how much salt they have to put in that thing? A lot. So a lot of sodium probably. Uh, quickly, also, Jerry, there were no charges against Deshaun Watson, yes. which is interesting. And now it looks like the Saints and Panthers are going to try and trade for him. Saints who had no interest in him when uh, Sean Payton was there. Now that Sean Payton has hit the hit the sticks, the Saints are now interested. I don't know if they wouldn't be interested but if Sean Payton was still right? there. Well, because the grand jury didn't, there were no charges. So I don't, I don't know that to be true. Now, uh, the Panthers are said to be making a very competitive offer. They went to Sam Darnold and asked him if it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Poor, poor Sam Darnold. Now, uh, Adam Schefter, by the way, did take some heat when this went down, when this information about Deshaun Watson was released. What did he do? Well, he was criticized for a tweet he wrote after that, inferring that Sean, Deshaun Watson was completely innocent due to the lack of criminal charges. His tweet said, quote, This is why Deshaun Watson, from the beginning, welcomed a police investigation. He felt he knew that the truth would come out. Now, many people... That's not a terrible tweet. Well, he because, didn't say that's his opinion. Well, he made it seem like uh, the truth came out and Deshaun Watson didn't have any issues with any of these 20-something well, women. Well, if you're Deshaun Watson, the fact that, they didn't, that they're not going forward with it... Yeah. That tells him he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not saying he did or he didn't. I don't know that tweet, though. That doesn't sound like that's Adam Schefter's opinion. Ooh, he took some heat, though, Jerry. Hmm. Okay. The heat was on. That's it. Okay. As Who's the great that? Glenn Fry Glenn saying. Glenn Fry. I was going to say Huey Lewis. Glenn the Fry. The heat is on. Beverly Hills Cop song. Yes. We got to take a break. Uh, 5.52, soon to be 5.53. We'll wrap it up in just a moment. Right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on Guess Who? Tom Brady. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got another uh, couple minutes. We got your Boomer and Geo. Nets beat the Knicks yesterday. The whole thing with uh, Durant and the mayor. You've got the, the selection show last night. Uh, a lot of good stuff. The Yankees getting Connor Falefa, Josh Donaldson, the Mets with Chris Bassett. So an action-packed weekend now. I'm probably going to get a Falafa jersey. Falefa. Falefa jersey. Is that when you're going to watch Duke play at Conseco Fieldhouse? <laughs> you know they don't play there, Jerry. Well, you didn't. I confused the names. <laughs> that's all. Boomer. I can't believe the... Yeah. Oh, that's Cash, right. cash, give me cash. Tom Brady's my back. Man. You are paid off. You probably... Well, I'll leave it here so the audience can see it because they were very much into that on social media last night. Yes, I got bombarded with texts about... Well, hey, you Boomer, deserve it. Well, listen... Win some, you lose some. That you was know the... what? By the way, I took your fifty and made it into twenty five hundred on the golf course, though. Oh, good for you! How you doing? How you doing? Oh yes! Oh yeah! So this doesn't mind you. Did so you take much. Wally's money? WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One, New York, an Odyssey station.